there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet. VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200 with wagering on more than 300 tracks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at vcin.com slash horses. Sign up now. Double shot time with Brad Powers, a historic Saturday in college football with all these games where uh, 5-0 and is playing 5-0. and And he joins us now as he does every Thursday at this time during the football season. College football expert at Brad Powers. Seven on Twitter, bradpowersports.com, and all his hits that he does with covers as well. Thanks for the time, sir. Let's start with the Alabama game. Do you think Young will play? And what happens if Young doesn't play? Does Tennessee pull the upset? Yeah, so earlier in the week, I mean, I'm going to listen to Nick Saban, and 
you know, he said he was hopeful and, you know, that he would play. The market told you, I mean, with the Alabama favored by more than a touchdown that Bryce Young would play. Now, as limits are opening up, we've seen money come in on Tennessee. And I'm here to tell you, that's not Barney at the bar betting Tennessee just yet. <laughs> that is, you know, maybe indicating not that Bryce Young won't play, but he certainly, if he does, he's not going to be a hundred percent. And the, the fact that we're almost painted seven across the market and we've seen some money on Tennessee says maybe we're starting to, to, to see the fact that Bryce Young might miss a second game in a row. And if that's the case, uh, I think Tennessee, I think the line, first off, I think the line's going to at least drop to four, at least mm. if Young is out. And then me personally, I, I think it, it might be Tennessee's day to finally end the, the 15 game losing streak against Alabama because Milrow would have to totally clean up the turnovers. He'd have to, you know, increase his pocket presence. And I'm just not sure you can do that in one week's time. Yeah, I kicked this around yesterday, that idea. If we find out that Young cannot play, where does this number go? My, my opinion was it would go, in fact, below six. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you would agree with that, and in fact, as yep. low as four. But you have you have the Alabama hat on today. I thought for sure you were going to come on and say, roll tide. No, I like to put swerves on people. So <laughs> no. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I knew that Bryce Young would play, and I knew that he would say be 80%, uh-huh. I would roll tide at seven. I'm not there yet, though, and I'm a little concerned we're seeing some Tennessee money. How concerned are you that they struggled and should have lost to Texas, which you you think Texas is very good. We'll get to that coming up. And then the performance against A&M. I mean, they're lucky they won the game laying 24. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of been a trend the last couple years. Very very fortunate to win several games. Uh, They haven't been dominant in every game. Uh, I'll bring up two things. It's very uncharacteristic of Alabama. Number one, turnover margin. Mm-hmm. You go through Alabama the last six, seven years, almost every season the Crimson Tide are plus double digits in turnover margin by the end of the season. This year, Alabama's minus five in turnover margin, mm. 115th in the country. Another thing that, that they do quite well is they're very disciplined. They don't commit many penalties. Right now, Alabama's number 117 in the country in penalties per game. So... They haven't been they haven't been playing clean football, and I'm here to tell you if they don't play clean football on Saturday, they will get beat for the first time this season. Mm, excellent. Okay, Penn State and Michigan. We know Franklin's record against top ten teams horrible, but they're off the bye. Michigan hasn't played anybody. I mean, it was a close call against Maryland. What do you think here with uh, touchdown favorite seven with Michigan? Yeah, my power ratings still say Michigan. But my gut tells me, the spot tells me Penn State plus seven. I also like, look, I'm not a big Sean Clifford guy, but he's making his 39th career start. And you have J.J. McCarthy making, you know, his, what, fifth career start, and it's his first big game. And another thing, you know, Michigan's defensive stats have been amazing. But the the one time they played a legitimate offense, they gave up some chunk yards and some points against Maryland. So, I'm a, here we are halfway through the season. I'm still not sure how good Michigan is because mm-hmm. they haven't played anybody. Yeah. Uh, at least Penn State, look, Auburn's a piece of crap, but Penn State went into SEC country and dominated Auburn. So I think Penn State off the bye plus seven, lean for me, not alike. I was going to say because, okay, you know, I, we all know a b- bunch of people who will just go based on their numbers. Well, my numbers say this, so I have to make the bet. Your numbers are saying one way, your gut says the other how does that typically, you know, how do you make your decision then based on that? Is this like a Nick Bakai special advantage push? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of instances, it'll be just no bet. Look, yeah. I, I'm not afraid to make a bet, guys. Uh, I mean, I got 50 bets already this week. I am not bad at the game. So, again, it's just a lean. It's not even a bet for me uh, on Penn State. But case-by-case -case basis, uh, and, you know, when it comes to my power ratings, I'm not, you know, power ratings aren't factoring the situation. might be a, worth a point or so for, for Penn State. So I understand why it's seven. I understand why people took seven and a half in the game. Utah and USC. Utah lane three and a half. Tell people what you have in pocket in this game from games of the year in the summer. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I'm in good position. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I got Utah plus three. No, that's not minus three. That's plus three at one book. And then w within a day or two of making that bet, I have USC plus nine. And I'm here to tell you, some people have USC plus 12 in the game. Yes. I, I Look, I've been betting in the game of the years for about a decade now. I have never seen any game with that big of a disparity in the summer. I know it's the summertime, three, four months before the game is played, but 15-point middle just from two different books betting at, at pretty much the same time frame. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in decent position, but we'll see how it plays out. Why didn't you get 12? Why didn't you throw an elbow and get in front of the line? Well, you have a sharp guy that, that, that you guys have on your, your show weekly, Paul Stone. Mm -hmm. He got uh -huh. a better number than me. Yeah, so he pops it, and they'll move it one and a half points. Yeah, and, and he had a buddy from San Diego in line ahead of me, too. He popped it as well. So, I mean, we look, I'm still happy with plus nine, yeah, to of be course. honest with you. So, okay. uh, yeah, right. well, we, we'll see. So how would you bet that game today, then? That's a good question. Uh, I think three and a half is a fair line, even though I, Utah's really disappointed me. Uh, I mean, in the, in the two big games that they played so far, I have Florida and then last week against UCLA losing get both games out right. It's just not them losing. It's the manner in which mm -hmm. they've lost. This is a Utah team that, that's been controlled with the line of scrimmage. I mean, Florida ran all over them, and UCLA, I mean, pretty much had a field day on that yeah. Utah defense. If UCLA's going up and down the field with all their, their, their talent, what is USC going to do? So uh, I think an underrated aspect of USC this year has been their offensive line has exceeded expectations, and Travis Dye, the Oregon transfer, is running really hard. If you pop in and watch USC tape and film, I mean, he stands out to me. Obviously, you got Caleb Williams, Mario Williams, Jordan Addison on the outside, but I think the, the, the emergence of Travis Dye gives them something that I didn't expect to have for, from USC. On the other side, USC starting to play defense yeah. uh, the last three weeks. I mean, especially up front. I mean, USC's in the top five in the country in sacks. They have the number one sacker uh, in the country and, and Tuli Pelotu on the defensive line. So where I'm getting at here is not necessarily a USC ticket because I think the spot's terrible and I think Utah's going to play their best game of the year. I am really surprised that we've seen nothing but over money in the game. I actually think it, it'll be more of a game in the trenches, so I'm going to go under right now. Lean, not alike. The biggest bet you have on the Heisman, is it on Stroud? It was on Stroud, 3-1. to one. Okay, um, so he's, he's it, a... It, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it was a rare instance where I thought you know, usually the Heisman, you want long shots. It's the one market in the offseason or, or any futures market. It's okay to bet long shots in the Heisman. But this was one season where I thought he just came up short last year. He's got more weapons than anybody in the country. And I expected Ohio State to play for the national championship. So right. that, that's why I wasn't afraid to bet the favorite. I'm shocked at the price. He's $1.30. They're not going to lose. He's going to put up video game numbers every week. I don't think USC is going to go undefeated. And the the yep. second show, I see Hooker and Williams in the 10 to 12 to 1 range. Young has missed time. 
And he might yep. not even play. I mean, who else? Maybe Martinez, but they're going to lose games too. I mean, I think this should be like $3, don't, don't you, with Stroud? I do, but you say that, and then Hendon Hooker goes out, throws for five touchdown passes. Tennessee upsets, uh, you know, Alabama, and all of a sudden, you know, th- that minus price isn't there even just a one, one game one week later. So uh, if you want to do a little hedging, Hendon Hooker, I, I, you know, people talk about, what you know, would you bet money line Tennessee? Maybe the better bet, hey, if Tennessee wins money line, Hendon Hooker for Heisman might be, you know, a bigger long shot than Tennessee in the game if you can shop around and find some good prices. But you're right. Uh, from what I've seen so far and what I expect the teams to do the next five or six weeks, I would be closer to minus 300 on C.J. Stroud. Okay. Uh, you told us what you thought of uh, Bryce Young in Alabama. Let's move to another quarterback. And we, we've seen what the drop-off is like at Oklahoma, Brad with Dylan Gabriel and without, and it is uh, the size of the Grand Canyon. So what would you make this number? And this, this number now going back to nine, uh, and I'm seeing nine and a half right now, tells me that Gabriel's going to play. But how big is the drop-off here if he doesn't go? Oh, if he doesn't go, I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, he's worth at least six points, okay. at least six points. Uh, I, You know, the market is, isn't going to go nuts and, you know, move a point spread 10 points. Uh, they're just not built to do that. But I would say he's worth six points, even though I don't, I don't think – He's a top five quarterback in the country. I just think, obviously, the backup situation for Oklahoma is well below average for a power five team. So it, w- it would go to Oklahoma three, but let the market tell you what's happening here. Oklahoma favored by nine is telling you Dylan Gabriel is going to play yep. and Daniels for Kansas not going to play. Yeah. Although the backup last Looked week good. looked really good. Oh, yeah. I You know, someone asked me on Twitter, I didn't drop Kansas's power rating. Jason Bean was a starter all mm-hmm. last year. I... Look at Daniels, the last six quarters that he played. Struggled big time against Iowa State. Wasn't moving the football against TCU. Put the backup in there, up and down the field in the second half. Hi, Brad. Hang tight. We're going to talk about more, more bets that you like that are currently on the board as we speak. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest, professional sports better, college football handicapper. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he now has this team sixth overall in his power ratings but he thinks they're laying too many points this weekend. Very interesting here from uh, Brad's point of view. Find out who that is coming up here on Follow the Money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All season long, Bet Rivers your go-to book all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Every week, great house specials up you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Double shot with Brad Powers, college football expert, on every Thursday during the football season. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe could be surprised where you have Texas power rated. How good do you think Texas is? And what do you think of the matchup this week against Iowa State? Yeah, I have Texas up to number six in my power ratings, even with a pair of losses. I mean, they were close. One was to Alabama when Ewers goes down. Right. I mean, obviously, they lose without Quinn Ewers in overtime against Texas Tech. Again, they were fully controlling for a majority of that game. Uh, now that he's back, I mean, you saw what he did against Oklahoma, uh, although it's, I think, a, a, a bad Oklahoma defense. But. Yeah, I, uh, losses, look, a change of one play in either one of those two games, they got wins on the board. If they're unbeaten, where are they ranked? They're, they're probably even higher than number six. So, yes. Uh, I, I I don't think it should be that big of a surprise to people. But you want to take the points uh, Saturday? Yeah, with that being said, yeah. I mean, even though I have Texas way up there in my power innings, I'm still only at 14 for this week. That's a pure power rating. That's not even factoring in. The situation, which I don't think is great for, uh, you know, Texas, when, when you got 11 a.m. local start, you're off uh, the, one of the biggest wins you've ever had against your arch rival in Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma State on deck 
and you're laying more than two touchdowns against a team that doesn't give up many points in Iowa State. It's been a bad matchup for you the last three years because Iowa State's actually won the game in this series each of the last three years. They dominated you a year ago. I, I, again, I think it's a bad matchup to be laying more than two touchdowns. Anything above two touchdowns, even at 16 and a half, I'm going to take Iowa State. And, and again, let the market tell you, anytime this, this popped to 17 twice this week, that lasted less than an hour both times. Yeah. So that's telling you, I mean, I think there's some market manipulation there. Anytime it gets 17, boom, boom. quick buyback mm-hmm. on Iowa State. This might be putting you on the spot, but what's the plan for Texas moving forward at quarterback once Arch Manning gets there? <laughs> that's a good guy. It'll be Quinn Ewers next year. Arch it Manning's right? going to have to sit as a freshman. Yeah, that's going to have to be the plan. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. He's just going to have to sit as a freshman. I think he's probably, look, that family understands. I, there's not a lot of drama there. They would understand that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about well, that, I mean, my friend. Yeah, uh, we'll, is, we'll see. I you, mean, you saw what happened with Eli. I'm not going to yep. San Diego and they forced that. True. Okay. That's a good point. I, I, well, well put. This, this is a Gundy special. Come on now. Uh, he is so good when the line's three either way, and he's getting four. Here's what would worry me with TCU. It's a great job here but TCU and Dykes. But you're going rival game against SMU, then you play Oklahoma, and then you play Kansas, a game down the wire, and now you got to get up for Oklahoma State. What do you think of the points here? Well, the money says TCU because that's where it's been placed all week long. They opened two at Circa. With that being said, my power rings say Oklahoma State. I honestly don't like either team, at least recent form. Oklahoma State, they won two straight against decent competition, Baylor and Texas Tech. Uh They've been significantly outgained in both games. So I think they're a little bit of a pretender. You're right. TCU the spot. I I wanted to fade them. In fact, I mean, look, I wasn't that impressed last week. I mean, Kansas with a backup quarterback, I mean, you got to benefit from Kansas fumbling at the one-yard line in the first half. They miss a chip-shot field goal. Um, so, yeah. I mean, push comes to shove. I'm taking Oklahoma State. But, again, in future weeks, I'm looking to play against both teams. Yeah. How about the gauntlet angle, too? And I know a lot of with Jefferson in and out. But what Arkansas has to go through and who they've played the last four games, and now you have to go to BYU, which is a tough place to play. I think it's one of the more fascinating handicaps of any game all season. You're right. It's not a great situational spot for Arkansas. Traveling across the country in elevation. Obviously, it's unique travel. You're not used to playing a spot like this. With that being said, the market is all over Arkansas. K.J. Jefferson is going to play. The market tells you that. We saw Arkansas was a three-point underdog very early this week. Now they're a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And I also think this. Jaron Hall, the BYU quarterback, is not 100%. If you watch that Notre Dame game, he was not consistently throwing it down the field, and they mentioned that he's having some shoulder issues. So I, I'm going to agree with the money and lean Arkansas here. Okay. okay. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Uh, what's the downgrade with NC State with no Leary, and does Syracuse continue to be uh, move to 6-0 here, and do they cover? I think it's another significant one. I, I think I don't know if it's six points, uh, but but it's probably four, four and a half points uh, with the downgrade uh, of Leary. Look, they won a game without him last week in the second half, but they didn't complete a pass. So I thought they were extremely fortunate. Uh, obviously, Florida State, uh, you know, knucklehead interception at the end of that one to preserve it. Uh, we've seen a ton of money come in on the under as well. That's showing you that NC State's probably going to be really limited offensively. Uh, Syracuse for me off a of buy, and it's just not Devin Leary out for NC State. 
It's also the entire team off very physical games against Clemson and Florida State the last two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do like Syracuse even at three and a half. Brad, where do you currently put Coastal Carolina uh, in your power ratings in the uh, Sunbelt Conference? And then they're, they're laying a huge number. They don't, their defense, man, is uh, shaky at best, and they're laying 12, it looks like now, across the board against uh, Old Dominion. So they're obviously a proven commodity the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, they've won double-digit wins each last two years. They're unbeaten this year, so you'd think they'd be at the top. No, they're not. Actually, I have, believe it or not, uh, still App State, even after an upset loss against Texas State, I still have them ahead of them. James Madison, a newcomer, ahead of them. And uh, I'm here to tell you, Troy and South Alabama out of the West, I have power rated ahead of Coastal Carolina. What I'm getting at is you got a Coastal Carolina team that's been struggling to get margin this year. Five of their six wins are by 12 points or less, and they're laying about 12 points this week against an old Dominion team that's off uh, fresh off a of bye, and that's kind of a theme. This is the time of year where you got teams playing seven straight weeks, teams fresh off a of bye. I'm taking ODU this week. Okay, and how about one game in the MAC? What do you, oh, you your top play is at Kent State against Toledo? It is, and this is a sneaky one where you got a touchdown plus underdog that I think uh, can win the game outright. Okay. Uh, I just think you look at Kent State statistically, not as bad as their record, and that's saying something considering you look at their schedule, Washington, Oklahoma, Georgia in the non-conference, and Toledo very fortunate last week, plus four in turnovers, a pair of defensive touchdowns, so I think value on Kent State this week. Okay, two other plays that you like, Southern Miss and Western Michigan. Um, tell us why you like both those teams this weekend. So hint, hint, wink, wink. You see that I'm going small schools. Uh-huh. That's telling you probably among the, the major games that we talked about earlier, some of the edges are starting to dry, dry up a little bit. It's mm-hmm. mid-October. So where do you got to go? You got to go with smaller schools, less known commodities. So with Western Michigan, I just think you had the vastly superior defense in this one statistically, playing the tougher schedule so far this season at home, defensive home underdogs in conference play. Is something that I, I like doing this time of year. So West, I think wrong team favorite Western Michigan for me, and and then the other one, pure power ratings play for me. Southern Miss statistically superior at home should be laying six, not four, four and a half. All right, my friend, great job. Good luck. We'll talk to you next week. Keep up the good work. All right, take care, guys. Here you go, Brad Powers. Excellent. Uh, he's, great talk. He's awesome. With college football, a lot of these conferences too. Uh, the Mountain West, what a mess. Boise now the favorite. At some spots to win the conference. What, what number do you see in Boise? Plus 180. Probably do better than that. But San Jose State, 2-1. to one In the driver's seat to make the championship game. Uh, they won at Wyoming. They beat UNLV. Aren't Air- they coming out of that side? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that, yes, that's going to happen. Air Force now plus 450. They got beat by Utah State. Come on! I'm holding 80-1 to one on Wyoming and 40-1. to one. Remaining schedule, easy? Uh, by week here. They get Utah State at home. They have Hawaii and Colorado State both back-to-back on the road. Absolutely winnable games. Then they host Boise on November 19th before they play at Fresno. All right. If they can... Um, it, could be, it should be Boise. If they, they can have... I think they can win three straight games here. Yeah. Off the bye. Yeah. Going into that game at home against Boise. And if they win that one, then I'm cooking with some Crisco. I got Troy 14-1 to win the Sun Belt. They have that South Alabama game coming up. <laughs> the conference loss was the Hail Mary against App State, which was 10 yards short of the end zone. Come on. What do you think of the prop now? Bama, Georgia, minus 160. Field, plus 130. Got to be cause for concern the last couple of weeks. Oh, I would say so. They should they, they have two losses. Yeah. Definitely one. Texas outplayed them. And then Georgia, good job against Auburn. But there was a 
sloppy back-to-back performances there, too. I would concur with that. Uh, what if what if Alabama loses this weekend? Yeah. They, they don't, I, I can't see them making the playoff with two losses. No, neither can I. That no. will, I mean, what, what has ever happened? No, there's too many close calls. They have not been dominant. Yep. Ohio State, over 11.5, plus 115. So will Ohio State go undefeated? I don't think Michigan's beating them. I don't either. No, I don't think Penn State. They're too good. Updated win total, Michigan 10.5. Georgia 11.5 plus 125. Bama 11.5 plus 130. Michigan's plus 220 in some spots to make the playoff. Come on. Uh, I don't know. I just. Can they even keep it close against the Buckeyes? How about. We'll learn, we'll learn, learn more Saturday with the Penn State. Do you think they're better than last year's Michigan team? No. I don't either. No. That doesn't mean they can't make it this year, but... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get into uh, the Thursday night game that we have coming up tonight. Player props. Um, Believe it or not, some favorable matchups in the game tonight. Coming up here between the Bears and the Commanders. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. I missed the read. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, okay. Uh, this happens. We're live television. I know uh, Mitch Swede's sitting in. I know uh, Mitch discussed what happened with his uh, dog on the air a couple weeks ago. Our, our our kids have paws, so Mitch got some bad news during the break. So I don't. He'll probably be back on Monday. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got to go take care of some things, and uh, we'll probably see him in a, in a few days there, doing what he needs to do to get through. Uh, and we wish him and Lorraine the best in uh, what they're dealing with right now. All right. So uh, Paulie, let's talk Thursday night football. And the question I have for you. Last night we watched one of the, or last week we watched one of the most beautifully ugly primetime games we have ever seen. And we've got the Commanders heading to Chicago. Carson Wentz has been ugly for two years now. Justin Fields maybe popped a little bit last week. Can we get some of what we got last week this week with the Commanders and the Bears in Chicago? Will it be as beautifully ugly or will it be ugly, ugly? What what do you expect? Because I think... I'm I'm surprised the totals come down like this, and I know it's weather-related, but I really like what I saw out of the Bears last week offensively, especially in the second half, to be down 21-3 to and to come back like that. And you finally saw some uh, some success in the passing game, and you got Mooney involved too and taking some shots down the field and, and what Fields was able to do. I know a lot of, as I talked about earlier, is just it seems by design. I'm not going to throw the ball. I'm just going to take off and run. But you've had Mooney go off the at least by you know six for one forty uh, the last couple of games. But I totally agree with what Chernoff said on Tuesday. It, it's there is uh, hope now with this offense because you know the running game's solid. Yeah, so it, I didn't think Mitch was out of line by saying, "Hey, listen, if they win this game, look at the record. At least you can think uh, there's a ch- outside chance we can make the playoffs." After everyone urinated on them about how oh, the win total, and I bet it too, the win total is easy. They're not going to win seven games. They'll be the worst team in the league. It's been a pleasant surprise. Young quarterback, new system. There's no reason to expect that this offense will be the same it was in week one. You know what I mean? Every week they're going to get a little bit better as they get adjusted and they figure things out. 
And I think there's been this, this thing in the NFL with judging quarterbacks, especially young quarterbacks. We're so quick to just say, well, they don't have it. They're done. They're, they're not a franchise quarterback. And I think Justin Fields is proving that we don't, we need to rethink of how we look at these things because he was being writ- written off after two weeks this season. And last week, we saw glimpses of what Chicago yeah, saw and yeah. why they traded a first-round pick to the Giants to take him a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, Mike Martz was on the show. Yeah. And a lot of what he talked about was the bad performance with the quarterbacks, but uh, he ripped fields in, in that game. It, it was all Trey Lance. Trey yeah. Lance can't play off. Yeah. But in that game, he also went after fields <laughs> and say fields can't play too. So... Is it Fields can't play, or is it they didn't no. want him to lose the game, so yeah. they were very conservative with the play script? No, I'm sure. But scheme comes into it, too. You're right about the, the lack of weapons that he has, and then Mooney was on a milk carton uh, for much of the season. Oh, by the way, on, but I, that's his yeah. best weapon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but that, if he doesn't <laughs> use them, how are they going to move the ball? But, again, the, the top rushing attack that they've had, Chicago, since 1990, it's crazy how they're playing in today's NFL like this. Uh, I, you have to give the edge to me, to the home team on a Thursday night game. But then again, if you talk about worst team in the league, I think Washington's in the discussion, although the game's right there for them. Well, it's right there for them, though, in the Tennessee game, and they couldn't cash in uh, in the red zone. Wentz is banged up now. Yes. He, Wentz is playing hurt. Wentz has never lost 6-0 on Thursday night football, which is nuts. Do with that what you want. But he's been set third most sacks in the league, and they were atrocious on third down in the loss against Tennessee as well. But yeah. uh, there's a lot going. It's just a, it's a pick'em game. It's a hard game, and uh, but when you get, well, I don't want to say bad, but so-so teams because Chicago could be could be uh, sneaky good here or at least average. Usually, you get high-scoring games as well, and you can ex- expect the unexpected with a game like this. Well, that's the thing with primetime games. You almost have to go into them going, "What is the obvious play?" So the obvious play is the under. Which means that it's definitely going to go over. That, that that's just always been my vibe for these primetime games. You never know what's going to happen. And but to thirty-eight go, can go over on accident. A, exactly, turn over something. Yeah, something late. Yeah. Uh, but to go with that, to expect the unexpected on Thursday night football, Carson Wentz is the man. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah. Because on a full week of preparation, he looks terrible. Somehow, on a short <laughs> turnaround, he, he's good. He's uh, undefeated yeah. on Thursday uh, night football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, props. Uh, w- w- do you like? Props, I was looking at Fields rushing and passing over, 217 at Bet Rivers. Wentz still has a low number, even though he put up big numbers in the loss to Tennessee. Wentz is only 219. Mooney's 42.5 with his receiving prop. And then who, who eats for Washington if they have success throwing the ball against Chicago? McLaurin sitting there in the mid-50s. I think the angle you and Mitch discussed about an hour ago on the show, if you missed it, you can always download the Follow the Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the angle of Brian Robinson. Primetime game, got his feet under him last week, first game back. Any, yes. Anytime touchdown, Brian Robinson. Yeah. Feels yeah. like that. that's just going to happen. Is, I think first touchdown's 9-1. to one. Ooh. Why not do that, too? Ooh. I mean, you want to see. Come on. You want to see that, too. It's a feel-good uh, story. If that could happen. But, uh, again, do you want do you want to get nuts? Do you want to go no touchdown first half? Do you think Ooh. it could be that kind of game? Do you, uh, uh, to me, it's significant juice, but it's seven and a half under first quarter. I know minus you, 165. I'm all, I like that. Paul, you have to, I know we, we're supposed to look at these things in a vacuum, but the no touchdown first half, no touchdown for the game, simply because it came in last week, uh-huh. I can't bet it this week. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I know, but the first half has happened in the, in the sure. Dallas game. I mean, I could see that. We got a low total of 38 that that could happen too. I mean, have you ever been shot? I mean, what what Robinson's going through to be back on the football field and play significant time and to to make a difference? When that news broke, 
th- I thought there was no chance that Brian Robinson Jr. appears in an NFL game this year. The fact that he's back b- before the halfway mark is insanity. Absolute insanity. And when you look at these touchdown props, because I put together this graphic, I actually had to Google a couple of names on this list to figure out what team they played on because yeah. I, li- I, don't, I don't know who Bates is. I don't know who Turner is. Like, that's the kind of offensive firepower we're talking about here. You don't know who some of these guys are. Maybe one of them come in first touchdown. Yeah. Total sacks, four and a half. Hey, Bears could get that in the first half with the way Wentz holds on to the ball yeah. and they can't protect them. Uh, I like the five and a half, for, but with significant juice because it's very important. You see how many times these land, like the six-minute mark. But no score in the first five and a half minutes. Most places have seven and a half uh, with the yes-no uh, score in the first seven and a half minutes of the game, but five and a half is usually dollar seventy in that range. I I, I kind of like that. I mean, you just you expect these two teams to kind of like want to want to go back and forth, back and forth, and feel each other out before we get some type of scoring. You're not certainly not going to this game expecting any sort of explosive plays right out of the gate. Watch, I said that like Justin Fields is going to heave one like sixty yards down the field for first touchdown of the game, but you, you just feel like this is a game where these two teams are going to spend a lot of time feeling each other out establishing the run old school football, which by the way is now new school football based on some of the trends coming out of the first few weeks of the season. Running is up. Scoring is down. And I think these two teams are going to kind of of showcase that on Thursday night. Yeah. uh, To me, a lot, a lot of things point to Chicago here, but the the prop that the, the, the stat that Mitch gave out earlier so far and going back is the Thursday, the rookie coaches struggling on Thursday night. Now that makes sense. What's but your take? A, How do you feel about Matt Eberflus so far? Like he's very conservative. Like he, I mean, it goes back to the preseason what they're doing. He's a very conservative yeah, coach. And I, he's stuck in the '80s too. I have no idea what his vibe is. Yeah, I, I well, don't, it's a small sample, but bad. Very conservative coach. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it makes sense too about you haven't dealt with this before, where you're going from okay, great job, we're coming off a win, up short turnaround, and then it's uh, we got the game coming out Thursday, and you got a short uh, turnaround to prep. And on the other side, Rivera. If he loses oh, this, this game, big. this is big. You might have something. Is here. he next coach fired? Yeah. Well, it depends what it looks like too. Do they lose by two scores? How does the offense look? Oh, I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, you can't. It's just nuts how he answered the question and threw his quarterback under the bus. He is now the third choice. Next coach fired. He's the third choice uh, after what happened with Rule or the coach. You know, resign. Whatever how you want to say. Leave. It's worth the shot. I mean, that's worth the bet at this point if you've got it at your book to to, to get a little bit of money down to Ron Rivera, next coach fired, because this is a train wreck. And, and really, like, Ron yeah. Rivera was a weird guy for the job to begin with. Like, look at the end at Carolina. This guy was banking off a 15-1 and season with Cam Newton, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen a quarterback play in the modern era. Yeah. he He's not that good of a coach. You don't think so? Well, he was 13 over 500. Uh, at next, the end. Yeah. Next coach fired or resigned. Kingsbury's the favorite. Hackett's the second. Come on. That was, oh, boy. Now, I know he was the favorite after the Thursday night debacle and then what happened to Rule, but they would they whack Hackett if they get blown out on national TV and the offense looks like that again? I think Hackett and Rivera would go before Kingsbury because yes. Kingsbury, they're all in on Kingsbury and Kyler. They just gave Kyler a contract. Yeah. He, really, Kingsbury's one of the few coaches that understands how to use Kyler going back to his obsession with him, recruiting him out of high school. So I, I would think, actually, Hackett would go before Kingsbury, but I, I don't I don't think Ron Rivera is yeah. lasting the year. Yeah. I just don't see. Kingsbury the favorite. This is awesome. Hackett, two to one. Then Rivera. Then Campbell in there as well with the fourth choice. Next coach fired or resigned. The Fords don't fire people <laughs> in season. Wow. That is something. All right. Uh, sit tight. We'll get to uh, MLB. We'll recap what happened last night. We'll go over the props. Two good games again 
coming up. We'll get to all that as well. And then Mike Pritchard at 6 o'clock. We'll talk to Pritch, Paul Charchian, win, lose, all that. All right, live TV. Sometimes life throws you a curveball. Got the tough news during the break. We'll be okay. Back on Follow the Money, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back all season long. Bet Rivers, your go-to book, all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has great football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game and plenty of props for the baseball and the uh, Thursday night game in the NFL coming up. Okay, recap what happened last night. Uh, Dodgers, you know, 111 wins. Who cares? Go home play with your kids. Uh, they Kershaw gets beat. Dodgers get beat. That series now tied at one. Snell's going in game three. 
And where were you at with Kershaw? Because you look, it, it's so frustrating, right? And I, I, I want to root for the guy, but I'm just sick of starts like this. And he wasn't like he was annihilated. He went, gave five up, three runs in uh, five innings. But the long ball, they give you the run support. It's playoff time. Three runs should be good enough. His legacy is a complicated legacy. Yeah, I generally don't buy into like the whole clutch thing, like that players are clutch or not clutch in big moments. But at this point, when you're so far removed from being the guy you are in the regular season versus the guy in the in the postseason, and granted the last couple of years for Kershaw, he's not the same guy he's been most of his career. But when it's that drastic of a drop-off and the team can't rely on you to be that shutdown ace to, to kind of change the momentum of a series yeah. and really take that one to nothing from San Diego going back there to Petco, I... I don't, I just, you can't trust him. He got out of a jam too early, or it could have been worse. They miss Bueller so bad. Yeah. They miss, because he's the ace, and he's been the ace the last couple years. Well, you don't know what's going to happen with Gonsolin either. So you go Anderson in game three, well, then what happens? Are they going to win 111 games and get bounced early? I mean, that's... I, I, uh, Gonsolin's going game three. Is it going to be Gonsolin? He's going to start, but no they, one. Robert said Anderson, I thought. Uh, I read this. this it up? Okay. Yeah, I read this this morning. Yesterday, Tyler Anderson had a weird quote where it was like, everything's up in the air. We don't know yet about game three. Yeah. And then I read this this morning that Gonsolin's going to go game three. And But you don't know how many innings you're getting. No, absolutely. So yeah. is Anderson ready or is Anderson going right. to go game four? Yeah, right. How yeah. do you handle that? Now, now, Snell has been money at home, but you also have Dodger fans are going to travel well. There'll be oh, plenty yeah. of Dodger fans at Petco. Are there that the many Padre days. fans? Am I being offensive right now? Like, is that is that a big fan base? I know one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, it, I don't, I know you do. You don't come across a lot of Padre. Fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you have something there. I think it's worth right. worth noting that the Dodger fans, and that's that is a crazy fan base. Yeah. Well, I mean, they win that game. It's a stranglehold because you're not going to lose three in a row. But they hit three home runs, had 15 plus base runners. Had all nine starters reach base. Had eight-plus starters get a hit. Had a base runner in every inning. No other team in history had done that in a game and only scored three runs, regular season or postseason. It just they got the bases loaded jam, the second and third one out. Couldn't get the clutch hit. Hit the three solo home runs. So all the big props cash with the Padres home run props, which we'll, we'll run down again in half an hour. We got a series tied at one now. It feels like people, when the Tatis suspension came down, they said, oh, the season's over for San Diego. Yeah. Do we not remember what happened a yeah. year ago with Atlanta? They didn't have their best player, their young superstar in Acuna. Yeah, but I think I, I understand your point, but I think they were going to make the playoffs. They were no. not playing good ball. No, they looked awful. I know. But, but I mean, maybe, the, uh, right. and it, maybe they're, they're just waiting to turn it yeah. on because they knew they were, <laughs> once they get there, they'll, they'll be yeah. good, locked and loaded because, I mean, it is an incredible roster. It is right up there, w- almost with the Dodgers. Yeah, they've got arms, they've got bats, they've got decent bullpen. Uh, the, the the Padres have something here, and no one expected them to win Game One because of, again the the tough schedule. He had to throw Clevenger uh, in the early game, which was supposed to be the early game, but uh, the three hour rain delay. Brave shut out the Phillies three nothing. Uh, Philly so the, defense came back to bite them. Uh, that was a good point too you made during the break. Hoskins has got to come up with that ball, but this is what they do. So, again, yes, good things happen when you put the ball in play. Two outs, nobody on, hit by pitch, walk, and then the single by Olsen that Hoskins has to get get in front of it, smother it. That ball can't go by you, whatever it, happens. It's got to hit you in the chest. Yes. Stomach, chest, that. somewhere. 
knock it down. It cannot get into the outfield and guarantee that a run scores. But this has been their MO for two, three years now. The, the Phillies can't play defense. Yep. And it finally came back to bite them. You got Castellanos, who can, who's finally hitting in the playoffs, but he, he can't field in right field. He has a terrible arm. Hoskins isn't a good fielder at first. Bohm has come on strong the last few months, but early in the year was having issues uh, playing defense at third. I mean, remember the quote he had, I hate it here. I know. He wanted wanted to leave. Leave. I, I believe but there was a profanity yeah. in there too. And now they're in the postseason. That's right. So it, the, the Phillies are kind of playing with house money. They, yeah. they, they don't really belong here. However, stealing game one gave you a little glimmer of hope. And, and as someone who has a big ticket on them to win, win the World Series from the preseason, I'd really like them to upset the Braves. I think they can win game three. Absolutely. Uh, today, Dodgers, excuse me, Astros $1.60, total of seven against Seattle. Good matchup with Valdez against Castillo. Tough handicap. Valdez was the nuts for the whole season. Then September happened. Then he had a bad September. He struggled last year in the playoffs. Seattle's had a lot of success against Houston pitchers, not named Verlander. Then we know what happened in game one. But Castillo was awesome in the win against the Blue Jays. I like Seattle over two and a half runs. And listen, I, I, listen, we're you're human beings here. Emotion's part of it. How, how, do you, how, how? how do you respond? You blew the game. You, you should have the series lead. You literally, for, for eight and two-thirds, you were going to be up one nothing. You lit. You had the entire game from yeah. start to finish yeah. until that final pitch. Jordan Alvarez going deep. Seattle, the emotions. I don't know how you bounce back. I don't know how you come back in game two and somehow win. Now here's the deal. They went out and got Castillo. They paid him all this money to be this guy, but. Pitching in Cincinnati, he doesn't have a lot of experience with big games and big moments. We just talked about Kershaw. He brought it last series. Does he have it again against Valdez in an experienced Astros lineup that just expects to be right. in the World Series at right. this point? That's why it's risky business to me going under. In an Astro with this no. lineup, well, to see a seven here, and I mean that, and can Castillo hold them? Under three runs. That, that's a tough ask. And then if it gets in the bullpen, oh, good luck after yeah. what we saw in game one. And and the Astros showed you something, too, because it, it wasn't like it all came in one inning, right? They're like the Goonies. They never say die. They chip away. There's a two-run shot here in this inning. Oh, there's, that there's, reference is too old. Oh, you don't the think move. people get it? Ah, it's early 80s. Oh. Can't do it. I can't allow it. I can't oh, allow it. Oh, come, when the on. Movie, come on, when the movie come out? Uh, I mean, I was born in 85, so if it was early 80s, it's before I was born. <laughs> oh, Goonies, you're digging deep there, but go ahead. But they never said, like, yeah. you got to, like, Bregman hit a homer, I think it was in the fifth inning in game one. Like, just because they don't try to get all the runs back at once, and that's a veteran team who's confident in their approach and knows that in the end, it's going to pay dividends. And for, for this game, I, I, I just, I yeah. can't. I know it's, it's plus 136. On Castillo and the Mariners right now, I'm yep. seeing it some books. I can't do it. I, I I can't back them today because I don't see how they get up for again. Now, now the one thing I'd say in their favor is they may be too young and too inexperienced to know any better. Yep. And that certainly that the Marlins in 03, we've seen a lot of young teams just know how to bounce back and to go on runs because they were just so young. They didn't know how big the moment was. They thought they, they'd be here every year. So another reason why game one is so tough to take. They know what's waiting for them when they get home. It's going to be Woodstock. It'll be crazy yeah. there. They've been a playoff game since 2001. It's, they got to move the Seahawk game. That's crazy. As well. But we need a game four, though, first. But it's like $300 to get in, $400 get-in price. That is going to be nuts, that atmosphere, once they go back to Seattle. And then speaking of a nutty atmosphere, it's a, uh, do you trust Nestor? And what do you get out of Nestor today? A $1.40, total of six and a half. 
They are six and one this year. The Yankees against the Guardians, but the guard four runs in the postseason in three games. I like Bieber. I trust him today. He won't be intimidated. You know, Nat Nestor was great to start the season. He was great to close the season. But this is also a tough handicap because I know can Cleveland score? I don't know. No, but look, if they're going to square someone up, it's going to be Nestor. He doesn't have overpowering, dominating stuff. He's creative. He cha- messes up their timing. He's constantly messing with his motion and the arm angles. So if they somehow can get to him and square him up, he'd be the guy just because he's not going to overpower them with heat. The question is on the other side for me, Bieber. He finally right. exercised the demons last yeah. round pitching a gem. He was awesome. Made does one he, mistake. Does he have yeah. it again yeah. in the postseason? We just talked about Kershaw, big game pitcher. Bieber's been big in the in the the regular season. Can he be big here? Another start yeah. for Cleveland because they need him. Because if he if he isn't awesome, they're done. Yeah, well, I'm the same way with the if you keep the Yankees in the park. Easier said than done. Good number one in home runs, but they, that's the other. Are they going to put together a rally? You pitch around Judge. You say, okay, you guys have three hits in an inning for a, for a rally and, and put something together. I don't think he can do it either, like Cleveland. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the Yankees are a little relieved since Judge broke the record, the quote unquote record. That's not a record. He has the seventh most home runs in MLB history in a single season. So I don't know what record that is of an AL record. Um, oh, here we go. We only got a minute left, so you can't even rebut me. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think that whole team is relieved that that's over. They can move on. They can focus on the big goal. They're not getting questions about that anymore. It's not hanging over them on a day-to-day basis, and they could go on a run here. Mm-hmm. Runs, uh, runs, hits, errors, 23-and-a-half in the Seattle game. That's a prop we don't talk about enough, but I, I find interesting. And then I, I would look at outs under, recorded outs under with uh, Nestor in the Yankee game. Well, looking forward to it. Boy, our guy Costa took some abuse on social media. He had first time the playoff series in 22 years. A lot of people think that they could call every ah, big game Bob, out there Bob's on the TV. Man. Bob's the man. Back to the NFL. Mike Pritchard up next. I like to go inside the locker room. Guy played nine years in the league. The Rivera comments. Allen calling out Staley. Carolina issues. All that straight ahead. Follow the money. baby and you're just lying there watching on the couch uh-uh that's not gonna cut it you need to get in the game with Bet Rivers Sportsbook there you go now you're live in the action live in game bets live player props and live player props and live player props and live player props there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with call she maybe you have a thought on tiktok will congress ban it or won't they will taylor swift's album be album of the year what about biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more you can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct twenty dollar bonus if you go to callshecom slash follow the money spelled k-a-l-s-h-i and deposit fifty dollars there is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments see further disclosures at callshe.com at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.